Are you still getting the echo? No. Oh, good. No echo. echo. All right. Let's start this before it goes down. Yeah, before it goes (laughs) south. So we've tried to record twice now, everyone. Um, Hi. Obviously, it's uh, hi. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to welcome to Mean Girls Interrupted. This is a movie review podcast. Yes. Yes. We should be a technology review podcast and indict riverside.fm i know oh also don't mind this one i'm getting a pop for it so for all of you out there don't you worry about it Uh, which one the pot is this plant right here oh you can't even tell you know it's It's called it's called a donkey's tail it's a donkey's tail everyone is it new so no, I've had it for a while. It's just been sitting on it's been sitting on the, my desk right here and you've never been able to see it. So now I just moved it over. Oh, so weird. It can be with all of its lush, beautiful friends. Ooh. Very yeah. lovely. I mean, yeah. I think that's so it, it looks like a donkey's tail, that's for sure. How do you like my cherry titties? Do you love them? There's lemon titties behind there, and you can't see them. And then there's more cherry titties uh, right there. Behind so, the money tree. Yeah. So, Travis, what are we what are we talking about today? Tits. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's it. So, today... Yeah. Uh-huh. So, today what we're talking about is the movie 3,000 Years of Longing. And also... I never know if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Is it Idris, Idris Elba or Idris Elba? Is it Idris? Idris. I think it's Idris. You guys, I don't think you understand like how bad I have it for this man. Oh, okay. I'm not joking. Um, when I, when uh-huh. I first saw him, I was like, oh my God, who is this? He. I think the like, world was like that, right? I hope you guys, I'm not kidding. It's like unreal. I'm going to tell you up top this movie without, okay. First off without him and Tilda, I wouldn't have watched this movie. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't enough for me to like go to the movie or whatever because of George Miller, who does an excellent job at, uh, Mad Max Fury Road Mad and Max. other Mad Max. Yeah. John, I'm so um, glad you was... brought that up because oh. interesting. It was interesting. Was it not? Was this movie was... not interesting? I would yeah, I would say it was was not interesting. <laughs> but I mean uh-huh. it was Which uh, is definitely... interesting. It is very interesting because how can you go wrong with Idris Elba, Tilda Swinton, and George Miller? Awesome visual effects and beautiful um, cinematography. Listen, um, there were some visual effects that I was not here for. Not like what? One bit. I will. Oh, okay. Well, actually, spoiler alert, everyone. We're gonna spoil this movie. So if you want to watch three thousand years of bonging, in my opinion, like get high first. Yeah. Three thousand. Um, three thousand years of sleeping. 3,000 years of schlonging because there wasn't enough. 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, they should have had, but they edited it out or something. John, I didn't see a single dick in this movie. There were so many boobs in this movie, and which are fine, right. fine, but that's not for me. Whatever. Yeah, but we need we need to appeal to the masses here. I want penises. Right, and there should have been. Yeah, and there weren't. But I'll tell you, what <laughs> I did not like, the visual effects that I did not like, was when we were in, so we had the Jin's perspective, and he kept trying to persuade these people to go. I hated it. It felt cheap, and it felt not, it looked like a made-for-TV movie. Or a shitty yeah. science fiction movie. <clears throat> yeah, I, I I'm agree. not joking. Yeah. Rotten. Fucking rotten. And I say <laughs> that with a PH, so there we are. Look, we usually don't review the movie up top, but I'm I'm here for it this time around. Because Only I was that. like, I don't know I don't know what we're gonna talk about. Like I watched it last night and it was um interesting to kind of note that I was thinking about what I'm going to even say about this movie because it John, was like, here's the okay, th we're doing fairy tale time, like campfire fairy tale time with Idris Elba in a, in a hotel room in a bathrobe and like for, for an hour and 20 minutes. Listen, okay. Here's the thing. A, it was an hour and 40 minutes. This movie, I know, but an hour and 20 minutes was just the backstory flashback. Right. Okay, that's 100% correct. But the reason why I say an hour and 40 minutes is like, what did they do? Nothing. What happened. did they do with their time? John, <laughs> not not anything I don't like good. This, I don't like this. No, movie. this movie. This movie isn't good. This movie is not it. good. No, no, no. It, it's very bad. And it's embarrassing to watch that because it's like it, that's like, crazy it's very crazy because you have like the people at the like who are very skilled in doing a lot of different things but for some reason this i think it's just rooted in the writing if you just get right down to the nitty-gritty of it it's it's all the writing of the story the crafting of the actual story itself there's there's zero tension there's no payoff because we're like, what are we doing here? Like you, you have like the initial piece where she like, so, okay. The stars Tilda Swinton, Idris Elba directed by George Miller, uh, based on somebody's book. How much, how much did it cost? $60 million. Yeah. No, that's, it costs yeah. too much. That cost, cost too way much too money. much. Not for this. Not for this. <sighs> yeah. Whenever it, yeah, I don't know. But sets are expensive. The CGI was expensive, and uh, John, the, the CGI was shit. Yeah, but I mean, it's still expensive. <clears throat> yeah, no, the, but the if you're going to be spending were... that much money, I'm sorry. Listen, I know that people probably worked very hard, and maybe I don't know where it got lost. I couldn't do the CGI. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and be like, but I expect I think more, I especially think... with this cast. I think it's the writing, like <sighs> the, the the crafting of the story itself. Because what I wanted out of this movie was Tilda Swinton doing three wishes and having like big backlash throughout, right, sort of like because... Aladdin, maybe. But um, um, but at the yeah. same time, so what I guess what for context, what happens is Tilda Swinton is like 
um, an intellectual person who gets paid to do like seminars and shit on like fiction and narratives throughout history and time. And she's in Istanbul and she goes to the bazaar and she finds this little vase and she takes it back home and she's trying to clean it up. And there's a genie in the bottle and it's Idris Elba looking super hot. And, um, and then he's like three wishes. And it's a classic story that you guys could guess is going to happen. But since Attila Swinton is familiar with this whole lore, she's like, uh, gins, genies are notoriously, um, uh, notorious for being uh, deceptive to the people who they're beholden to grant three wishes to, um, to get their own, whatever their personal desire is. And uh, so Tilda Swinton's like testing Idris Elba and he's trying to like tell her all these stories of his history and how he's been imprisoned uh, for 3000 years until this moment in time and how he needs her to wish three times in order to continue on living, I guess, or existing. And uh, yeah, he tells stories about his history. They are stories. There are some tales in there. And the stories are somewhat irrelevant to Tilda Swinton's journey, I guess. And all she's doing is listening to Idris Elba for an hour and 15 minutes out of hour and 45. Yeah. And then she makes one wish. And then she makes one wish. Which was confusing to me. She makes... So she makes two out of the three wishes. But the first wish that she makes is for him to fall in love with her. And then the last wish that she makes... We'll get there. And for her to be in love with him. Yeah. Yeah. And then so... It's very like... uh, And then she's like, come home with me to London. Yeah, because like that was what she was missing in her life, I guess, was um, passion and desire. I mean, I don't know. Get a rabbit. And I'm not talking <laughs> the animal. Like, get one of those. Get a vibrator with a rabbit yeah. tip on the end. There's your passion and desire, girl. You don't need nobody. Also, throw that You don't that need a magical genie. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, if you look <laughs> like that, then I totally get it. But... Yeah, it doesn't matter. And then so, yeah, so something has to happen in the story. So it arbitrarily does where she takes uh, Jen back home to London and they live together and they have a little bit of a life. And then he kind of starts to decay at some point in time, which was unclear to me. They didn't. Yeah, there there was no explanation as to why. She has to keep wishing. She can't. She has to keep wishing. Until all of her wishes are done. So she, her second wish is, I wish for you to talk to me whenever she, to save his life. And he does, right. and he starts rambling. You're right, you're right, you're and right. And he kind of revives a little you're bit. Right. I forgot about that And then she's like, wish. I gotta do this. She's like, I gotta set him free with this last wish. And she does the whole age-old genie, setting the genie free thing. And then, yeah. And then you just feel, and then you, and then the movie ends, and you feel robbed. <laughs> all of the time you sat there that really is the best synopsis yeah. there's no context and we don't need to give you guys any context because i don't know if they're here's the thing 
you go into long digressions and diatribes of flashbacks of Idris Elba's life experience. And there's just a complete lack of like storytelling tension um, that would pay off in the end. You know what I mean? It's like, what there's, there's, there's no tension. There's, there's no stakes involved. Like there's no sense of drama whatsoever. No, this movie, uh, here's the problem with this is this movie doesn't even know what it is. It's a genie and Tilda Swinton talking in a hotel room. That's what it is. Yeah, but it, it that is, I, okay, yes, technically that is what it is. <laughs> but in like the literal sense. But this movie doesn't know what it wanted to be, I don't think. And you're right there with the writing because honestly, they keep alluding in this that if you make wishes, everything is going to turn upside down. Nothing turned upside down at all no and i want i wanted it to with with tilda i'm like okay because we built up the first 30 minutes of of tilda or 30 minutes or so of tilda talking about her her status quo and why it's not worth maintaining and then and then she uh she gets involved with this gin and then we turn the story becomes about him and not at all about tilda anymore no <clears throat> which i mean uh, you know it felt like a waste i'm sorry and we're only like 13 minutes in i couldn't do this i couldn't <laughs> wait until the end to do this because john i know it was did God, you enjoy it that little i really didn't like this movie i was actually point, disappointed yeah me too me too but at what point in the uh in the in the in the viewer process were you like oh i don't like this <laughs> the first the like i'm not joking it started to go downhill with the sheba storyline and then they moved into yeah. the turkish storyline and i was like oh my god i hate One this movie after another yeah the was, only yeah, the only storyline the only storyline i liked was the last storyline with the with the uh, woman who was a genius, and I thought that that was an interesting concept. Like that's a, but we don't need it. I want Tilda's story. I don't care about the other yeah. stories. And we get Tilda's story and relationship. Like she's like the fourth whatever storyline, and it kind of like she falls into that that sort of canon of the Jin's relationships with the people who own him, by the way. And um, so <laughs> he like, so, but it's like he, she, her story is the very much least compelling. Like it should have had just as much adventure and intrigue, right? Yeah. Which there was none. The thing is, it's like she, okay, I don't know. I actually don't know. How did how did and who was they that who was that weird creepy up? who was that weird little creepy uh uh gin in the airport at the very beginning? Who was that? You, and why? I, would, I will John, right. That was airport gin, and that's the literal name of the character <laughs> airport gin. Uh, no joke. I mean why did they include that? No, no pay. No reason. And also, what about what about her hallucination that makes her collapse while she's doing her seminar? There right. is there was a because... creepy, a genuine, a creepy, like nefarious 
apparition that's haunting her and causes her to pass out. What is that about? Um, if you notice, that character is in the Sheba storyline. Sure, but why? But why? Why? I don't know. Why at a seminar? John, and here's the thing. This movie, I feel like it had a ton of rewrites because nothing adds up. Yeah, if I were like the studio, I'd be like, what did, what did we give you $60 million to do here? Like, sure, it looks great in some aspects. Like the cinematography, the ideas visually sure. are really, oh, really do, great. Do you um, know who the cinematographer is? Who? John Seal, by the way. Who? I, his name is John Seal. That is not a lie. <laughs> Are you just equating that to you and me? <laughs> no. Well, yes, but also his name is John Seal, is? and he came out of re- he came out of retirement for George Miller for Mad Max Fury oh. Road, and I believe for mm. this because he had retired. I believe that his name is the cinema. I believe he's the cinematographer. But I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Give me one second. His name is John Seal. I swear to God, Australian cinematographer. Okay, that makes sense. Right there. Hold up. <laughs> if you can see it, John. We Seal. love it. Don't you think that's so weird? Okay. Because it's both of us. It's both of our names. Uh, Travis's yeah. last name is Seal. For anybody who doesn't know, already. yeah. But I mean, For, uh, it was almost like now. it was almost like fate. It was like fate. We we're supposed to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, what? and this movie is about wishes. fate, is it not? It is. Uh, but at John, the same time, if I, I had mean, three wishes, one of them would have been to never watch this movie. It's a waste. Right, like I, but I, there, there I'll is never a get that time back. Yeah, there is a storyline where like one of his people who owns him for the three wishes um is like i wish we had never met and i wish that this movie was never made john three thousand years of longing for this movie to end and it was not even the longest of the movies we've ever watched it was three thousand years of wishing this movie would go away it ends about 500 times at the end. It keeps cutting to like John, different resolutions. It keeps ending. <laughs> I thought the same. And I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, it was like Lord I of the Rings. I truly thought the same. It was not. I mean, I just, I feel like maybe this, like, whatever studio is like, you know what? You did so good with Mad Max Fury Road. Let's, let's do whatever you want to do. <laughs> so. And uh, this is mm-hmm. what we get. Yeah, yeah no, I don't. I mean, there, I there, there like are it. some filmmakers. There are some filmmakers like George Miller, like Ari Aster, who are like these really great visual minds and directors. Like they're really good directors, and they're very very creative. But like, if you don't rein them in, you just get garbage. John. This wasn't it. This movie wasn't it. We're only no. 20 minutes in and we have been roasting this movie the whole time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, was there anything that you, there were any redeeming qualities about it that you particularly enjoyed while watching? 
there were there i actually there were some elements to this movie that, truthfully there were some elements to this movie that i liked which so okay do you remember that creature in the second storyline where its head fell off and turned into a spider yeah that i particularly liked because it was visually unnerving that was scary. horrific yeah 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 um that was i did good. like i was like, and I was like this is what we need that was cool that yeah, was the, so cool yeah the way it moved and did shit i was like this is really really great um but i mean um like why not apply that level of intensity to the entire thing and also thrust tilda swinton into that world because she obviously exists in a world where magic exists and where these other creatures also exist and interplay with each other so like why is she only right. encountering a genie like make her right. thrust her into like a really high tension adventure because that's what she really kind of longed for was a sense of like passion and longing and a sense of purpose where she was very empty before so a whole genie adventure that they do tease in the beginning that could all just be in her imagination because she's kind of crazy like people are always <laughs> like oh is she talking to herself again like yeah and she admits to having hallucinated before so she does i don't know i guess i guess when you look at it that way it's like is is she fully hallucinating or is this real and i guess whatever <laughs> i mean that doesn't yeah. justify that doesn't justify like <laughs> How uh, the, it the, just feels the movie so, making storytelling so disjointed. Yeah, it was very dumb and not great. It also read very pretentious <laughs> to me. Like they like they did it on purpose. Like they knew that they were creating something. Like they have to know that there's no tension in this script. And you know what I mean? Like there's no sense of drama or um like a hero's journey of sorts like they they knew that they were kind of going against that they had to have like they're very experienced people these these actors and filmmakers honestly if they were going to do that then just have wes anderson direct the movie <laughs> where everything is completely symmetrical just, and uniform <laughs> which i mean honestly the color palettes anything yeah. I mean, it just, it, it was so weird to me knowing that George Miller did this because like the, I didn't yeah. get George Miller out of any of this movie. I, I did in some regards, like whenever we, we did like the, the scene transitions had to be sort of technically dynamic. Like the, the scene transitions were always rooted in like a sound or an image because story-wise on the page it wasn't really that dynamic so they're like oh so this clapping is gonna fade into a clacker on the street you know what i mean um <clears throat> like that's how we keep it fun and punchy as far as editing goes but it was just bad yeah i don't know i'm sorry everybody like we fully <laughs> I mean, this we, doesn't. We, ha this we, is probably the first time we've ever done this, actually. Right, because we do review pretty bad movies, but at the same I had time, really high some hopes kind of... for this movie. You did. I had really high hopes for this movie because, listen, yeah, I love both of the people in here. I like no yeah, joke. Yeah, me too. And so, yeah. and also the director not a career ruiner though. 
No, no this absolutely isn't a career not. Ruiner, but like, obviously, no. But, but this is I freaking mean, flop, Tina, dude. Flop. Yeah, flopped the house down, as the children say. I don't know what, what do you people think George thought Miller about is this like? movie. What do you think George Miller is I like? Think? Because, um, yeah, I think he would probably be. Uh, he seems like he'd be like a quiet person, but also kind of eccentric. Yeah. Like sort of, I feel like he carries like sort of a steampunk <laughs> vibe to him, but I don't know. He yeah. seems very like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. I haven't like have read any or heard, listened to any interviews with him. But what I can say is that I really liked Mad Max Fury Road. And yeah, that was amazing and wild and crazy. And John, I think that yeah. Fury Furiosa starring Anya Taylor Joy is going to be yep uh, awesome. Yes, but, I can't wait. This is I'm looking forward to that for sure. Yeah, it better not be three thousand years of longing status. It, I don't think it can like, be because this was like, I don't, this, it, what's so weird about this movie is like, it was a part romance. And I looked something up the other day and somebody described it perfectly. They said it was, they said that this movie was part romance, part horror and part thriller because, and all of it was because there were so many different elements to this where it's like, what is it? I couldn't tell what it was, and I I don't like that because like my mind is like always just trying to figure out okay what's the story what am I investing in what ride are we going to go down and it doesn't come John, and I I guess they can like no, I guess they can argue I, that they, no, they're like trying to did. challenge you but like they're like trying to like challenge your the the audience to like subscribe to a different storytelling process but it's no it's not working not for this I'm not subscribing I'm not subscribing to that. And here's the reason, because I don't go into a movie wanting a different process. I want something that's tried and true. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Like, there's no reason. Give me a full romance. I would have loved a full romance between these two. Make it funny. Make it action. Yeah. I don't care. You have everything at your fingertips. You have $60 million. Right. And you have Tilda Swinton playing like a goofy Scottish like intellectual who's bored with her life, who is thrown into like a rom-com thriller with a gin with like suddenly I would, magical I would, world I of storytelling. That. I mean, cause if you think about it, they do have all the fixins for like a romancing the stone where it's like, she, she's, she's a, a novelist, a romance novelist who's also jaded in her own personal love life. And then she is thrust into this whole adventure in the jungle that, that totally parallels the the fantasy world that she creates for everyone else and she finally gets to live it herself i mean right you've totally had the makings of that in this movie but i don't know no all they did was sit in a hotel room with her and her robe and he was just in a robe too i'm like what are you guys doing like the wardrobe department even has a day off coming to set like what are you doing <laughs> Listen, honestly, the robe idea is not bad. I bet you she was so comfortable. They probably had it at like 63 degrees in there because I bet all them lights were hot as hell. And her in that yeah, robe, and Terry Yeah, between Cloth, each take, she just like lays down and falls asleep. 
She's like, did I get $10 million for this? Yes, I did. (laughs) John, this had to have been the easiest movie she's ever made. Right, because, I mean, she wasn't in, like, hardly... She was only in her storyline scenes, and her storyline doesn't take up that much. So she's on... She's like, she probably did this in three weeks. Right. And notice, we didn't say anything about the acting. I actually don't mind the acting. I think everyone in the movie did really well in this movie. I just think the movie's yeah. not good. It suffers from George That's Miller. It. We are it, George, not even yeah. 30 minutes in. <laughs> like, how, do, how do we keep this going? But uh, I mean, for me, okay. I just feel you know like what? if we were to just cut to the chase about it, I would say um, out of out of 10 uh let's see here out of wait i'll I'll give it to you okay so uh, for you travis out of 10 um um uh boxes on a shelf of ex-lovers <laughs> out of 10 oh god oh this is really hard this is hard for me to do um mm-hmm. one oh interest that's a is that your first one? I feel like this is Travis's very first one rating, and I wasn't expecting. No, that this fully, is my, you, you are very this gener- is my generous person. I'm giving yeah. this a one. There's uh-huh. no excuse. This movie's. Here's the thing: is this movie is an. Uh, hear me out. This movie is not. It's not as bad as I think in my head it is, but for me personally, mm-hmm. this movie's a one. Yeah. Yeah, I for me, the, the experience the of it, the experience. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was bad. Else, it was like, fine. I it was I totally know. bad. I, I am going to give it a one. But, I know that's extreme, but I would. Ne- I absolutely would never watch this again. And the extreme disappointment that I had after this movie ended, and to have my redacted be like, "How was this? How was it?" And I was like, "It wasn't good. Like it wasn't yeah. good." No, no. I would I would have to agree. I would probably give it a three out of ten. One just I'm because, tossing it in the trash. Right. I would never, ever, 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 ever subject anybody to watch this movie. But it's, it's I don't the want reason to have why is it. because Right, because I feel like they set an expectation with George Miller, with the visuals, yeah, with the mm-hmm. concept with the Tilda Swinton, with the Idris Elba, and they do everything in their power to pay, to like reverse payoff, like to undermine, not to undermine expectations, because that's like kind of what you want, but they, the storytelling is just so dull, so boring, and so not emotionally compelling where <clears throat> I'm looking for that. I'm looking for that. I'm searching for it. I'm giving benefits of the doubt everywhere that I can throughout watching this movie. And then by the end of it, I'm just like, what is this Disney Channel fucking walking into the sunset <laughs> in the London park where he kicks a fucking wayward soccer ball and it ping pongs out perfectly into some kid's hand like a Disney movie? <laughs> Like, I don't oh, understand yeah. what's going on here. Like, Can I tell you? I have yeah. to tell you this. At the park, when she's sitting on there, the lighting 
is so incredible. I honestly was like, if this is the way the lighting, John, it was, I was living for the lighting. And that's because I look for those sorts of things. Me too. You know, and... she was under, you know, she was under a scrim because it was so even, but it was so bright. And the way they had her when she was walking, that light was exactly the same. Nothing followed. There wasn't, it didn't look like that the whole time. And I'm like, where's the consistency? Because that was my yeah. favorite scene, her sitting there finishing, writing her book, 3,000 Years of Longing, and only because of the light. Yeah, and th that's what I mean. Like, where, where this movie really does excel is cinematography one. I have to hand it to cinematography. Like, that everything is center-focused. It's a, it's a thing that happened in Mad Max Fury Road as well. It's... I mean, there were visuals th that were really awesome throughout. And also you John get a Seale. little bit of, uh, yeah, John Seale. And also like the, the, like the creatures that you get a little bit of a taste of, like those were really cool to me as well. And John. I was like, okay, cool. There's like lore, but we're not going to go into it. Like, <laughs> right. So, I mean, there was every opportunity to add all yeah. of these mystical, magical elements, these creatures, like that guy with yeah. his head that fell off, John. That was so cool. That legit and also was terrifying. so cool. I'm like, more of It was that. terrifying. Yes, I want more. Right. And that felt inspired. And I was like, God, that's amazing. But we didn't get I think any it's just, more I think it. It's just a huge, it's a huge letdown because we know what George Miller is capable of, obviously. Everybody does. Right. And this is, right. this is a... It's angering because it's like it's such a oh, deliberate tits. choice. It's a deliberate choice on his part to do it this way. Like he, it's not like he's unaware of what he's doing. He knows exactly what's going no. on. He knew exactly what he was giving us, and I don't. I I was not sold. Yeah. No. So now what? Now that we have reviewed it and threw it in the trash, now what? <laughs> um. How was your week? <laughs> John, thank you so much for asking. My week You're was welcome. not bad. Okay. Thank you so much. My week was not bad. I know that you had a great week. I wish I were in Palm Springs. Oh yeah, we went to Palm Springs uh spontaneously for for two nights that. at this place called Casa Cody where it turns out Miley Cyrus has stayed. And oh. also while we were there, yes, while we were there, um um, one of the Teen Wolf stars, Tyler Posey, was there with his fiance. Oh, I know who I know who you're speaking of. Yeah, he was he. Um, so I was pulling up in our in our Subaru um, after having gotten some Taco Bell from the drive-through and had a little taco party pack. And I got out of the car as they were coming out of the gate, the side gate right next to us, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's Tyler Posey!" In my head not out loud and i played it totally cool and um so his his fiance was like "Ooh, taco bell and i was like yeah i drove a long way to get it and then he was like oh is it far and i was like oh yeah you can't walk there and he was like oh, okay and then i walked inside nice i love mm -hmm. that <laughs> i'm a celebrity wait now. i actually wait i actually kind of love that <laughs> okay. It was interesting. Wait, 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 no, no, and, no, no. Uh, Tell me, 
what did you get from Taco Bell? Because here's, and here's why I ask. I'm not a Taco Bell person, uh -huh. but I love a Chalupa. I love a Chalupa. Oh. You love, yeah. Um, I, I am a, a, a traditional crunchy taco kind of gal. And I uh, oh. got, I got a party pack of crunchy beef tacos, which uh, oh. is 12 tacos. And, um, and it's 1999. That's actually not a bad deal. And I do like a crunchy taco. <laughs> yeah, I can't do any of the other things. All I like is them crunchy tacos, keeping it plain and simple. I can't do like the Dorito shell situation or no. the, I mean, I would, no, I would pass. do a throwback nostalgia um, Mexican pizza because it is back. I would do that. That's for sure. Um, but these, all these inventions, like a crunch wrap supreme and uh whatever i i can't do it i can't do a no. baja blast that no. shit's too blue to be real no first off boo boo hoo <laughs> blast to me because i don't actually <laughs> like it that at all plus john uh -huh. i don't even like mountain dew mountain dew is nasty yeah uh -oh. mountain dew is nasty Remember dude those colors are fucking weird they're they're diabolical colors and do you remember Surge Cola? <laughs> Surge? No. Surge. I don't remember that from at back all. in the Surge. day. No, Surge. absolutely it was, not. It I was, probably wasn't there, allowed to drink it. Me neither, because it was it was like almost an illegal amount of caffeine, and like <laughs> their whole gimmick was that this is packed full of caffeine, and it's called Surge. And it's not good for you, but you can get it in every Coca-Cola vending machine if you want. No. And you want to know what's so crazy is they sold yellow jackets at convenience stores. And I used to buy the yellow jackets and have the most insane amount of energy. Like you could you buy did? yellow jackets. Do you remember those? Yes. Do you remember I those? I do remember those. They were speed. They were always at the checkout counter. Like right in front of you, next right. to like an extends a pack of extends, <laughs> and then John, it was always extends. Or, You're one hundred percent correct. <laughs> it was yellow jackets extends. I mean, you know, truckers are just like grabbing those packs and being like, "Here you go. I'm gonna have fun tonight." <laughs> yeah, John. Um, honestly, I, good I, for them. Do you remember a uh, condom vending machines and truck stops, John? I actually. Let me tell you, hold up, hold up, hold up, because I'm trying to remember exactly where this was. I bought condoms from a vending machine not more than a year ago because they had it was just to buy them. There was they were 50 cents a piece because they had a shit ton of variety and there was ones with spikes. Where was it? Where was that? I'm trying to remember where That's it was. Crazy. It doesn't I mean, matter. Any but yes, stuff. I remember those. Uh, trust yeah, me, it's I so remember. crazy. Those truckers it was always like this, this... be trucking. <clears throat> yeah, you get like a little taste. Like whenever like you're a kid, like living in rural America, like you're going to hit up a truck stop at some point, various times in your upbringing. And it was sort of like a little taste into like what goes down at the truck stop. You know what I mean? Because like you see, uh, yeah, if you're like ever really doing weird. like an overnight trip with your. Yeah, if you're doing like an overnight like trip with your parents, you see like. You go to like the pilot or the flying J and you see this line of big rigs, like 
all in a row and you know they're all just sleeping in there for the night and you're like man they are doing some crazy stuff on the road john oh yeah they're a they're doing each other or there's a lot lizard present <laughs> a oh lot lizards i mean there's always there's gotta john, be always this, one and you know what that stereotype is real those truckers are dirty they are yeah. on the road they're out here yeah if you think that's if you all, think that's all uh, truck driving is is, a, is like a wholesome experience um no they are all they're all <laughs> filthy dirty creatures <laughs> but i'm just kidding that's not real <laughs> no they're not all but like I, that, I did, but I did, honestly that's <clears throat> Yeah, that's the vibe that's presented to the public with like the vending machine condoms and like the extends and the yellow jackets at the truck stop counter. It's yeah, it's wild. John, do you remember? Have you ever? And here's the thing: is like I've noticed this. There's a huge lack of glory holes at truck stops, and I've always thought there would be more. You know what? If if you're ever there and there isn't one, you can always make your own. Yes, but that requires time and tools, and I have neither. <laughs> right, or just get like, a, just like fashion, like a sharp stick somehow, and just like, or yeah, I don't know, or or just reach under. Do you, you know, do you, <laughs> or just reach? Right. <laughs> do you see this? Do you see how dry do. my hair looks? This is um, wild. So we're did a movie not review podcast, and we're <laughs> no obsessed no, I with didn't. our hair. Mm. <laughs> I mean, no. I think um, it's I think it's great. I don't know. Should we just should we just uh, 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 button it up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, so you guys up, up the pants. So everyone, that yeah, was here, leave it to 3,000 years of longing. Yeah. 3,000 years of uh, sleeping on the couch and waiting for this movie to mm -hmm. end. But if you yeah. yourself uh, have anything to say about this movie, or if you have any suggestions of what you want us to, to talk about next, you can always uh, hit us up on Instagram at Mean Girls Interrupted. You can email us at MeanGirlsInterrupted at gmail.com. Or go to our website, www.meangirlsinterrupted.com, where all that information is available to you and how to watch. But please follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. Leave us a five-star review and go ahead, a five-star rating, and then leave us a very nice, friendly review. We honor your feedback, and we look forward to talking with you again someday and please follow us on instagram that's where we are most active and responsive and we provide top quality content for you your loved ones and also people who have passed in your life they listen to us too <laughs> and if you love us and you love people named john and you love people named travis and you love movies and you love gays happy pride and we'll see you at the movies. Roll the credits, you arm covered in weird slime and what looks like oatmeal, which was so fucking gross. 3,000 years of longing. 
The mom Garbage. kissed it, by the way. Ugh. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> She's dead. <laughs>